yes and yes. <laughs> It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. Our final broadcast has been crashed. <laughs> it's well, been know, invaded. I, I, I don't know. I think it's time that you, you pop that cork. <laughs> you mean unscrew the plastic lid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, you know what, may, may, maybe, maybe, you know what we should do? We should maybe do this as a Facebook Live. All right. Oh, no, we'll, we'll Facebook Live. How's that? We'll watch. We'll see. I'm, we'll see how Ed handles smack the, uh, this thing on the end of the table. <laughs> But uh, actually, Ed, you sent me something while you're uh, actually. I'll. I'll t- uh. You know what they say? Look out! He's got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Here we go. That is plastic. So. It is. Oh, no. oh it's no. not corked. It's oh, not man. corked. Well, oh, it kind of looked like it. So here's here's Ed Nail oh, for those. Oh, of you it even know. has a, need a bottle cap. <laughs> Well, you know what? We do have a bottle opener. I mean, uh, we do. Remember from our beer segment? Oh, I have yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two really big bottle openers I on that credenza right in front of the plant. So, uh, Josh, no. uh, Josh, no, I'll use right. the official one. Oh, Ed, yeah. will you? <laughs> no, I don't think. I have what are you gonna do? Here. Stick it in the door jam? Yeah. So, <laughs> in my little. There you go. My oh, little... call the police. Yeah, yeah, I have it. He's got he's got a package knife. <laughs> oh no, it's not on, not over 3 inches. If you the, you know the, the credenza in my in my uh oh, on my yeah. office right in front of the plant dead. Yeah. So um but yeah, and, and and that's a problem. Now Jorge, you you've you've been around school politics in the state of New Hampshire. What is it? I, 1971. I just, 1971. We've got Susan and Milford on the line. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Rich. How are you? Very well. How are you? Oh, just ducky. I just wanted to make a quick call and tell you how sorry I am that you're leaving the air. It's breaking my heart because I love listening to you on the way into work and while I'm getting ready to leave for work. But I did want to make a quick reminiscing call about the call that I made to your show when you put out a request to call for people to call in who had been to the first in the nation yes. uh, right before the presidential election. Yes. And you specifically asked me, what did you think of Donald Trump? And I said, well, his speech said he knows the Clintons and knows how to beat Hillary. <laughs> And, and, and uh, apparently that proved to be a, a true statement. Yes, it did. And I uh, I just wanted to uh, reminisce on that one. I don't want to take up a lot of time because I know you got a lot of people there, and they're all doing, as you said, the generals are recanting, so or not recanting, but recalling all that they went through. So yes. I just wanted to give you a quick call and tell you I'm sorry, and I wish you the best. I understand why you're doing it, and maybe in the future you'll be able to be back on the air so we can listen to you. Well, Susan, I do appreciate that. You've been a, a loyal supporter out there in Milford on our, our, on our Western Front, and uh, we appreciate that so much. All righty. Well, you take care, and thanks for all you've done. All right. Well, thank you. And, uh, Great. Bye-bye. And, and that is, I guess, you know, I was going to move on to something, but that, that, that becomes the... Look at this. I hope you're watching this on Facebook Live because we're watching Jorge and Ed assemble. <laughs> it's hard to do with crystal. Crystal, yeah. Assemble the uh, crystal champagne flutes here. <laughs> That's fine, crystal, at that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I will say that, uh, you know, the, the the most difficult part of this is just sort of the sense that uh, there, are, there are people like uh, Susan and out there and – Jorge and Ed in here who uh, uh, are losing something, right? Yes, we are. We are, and, definitely. Uh, you know, it kind of, it kind of, to some degree, I feel the same way I felt when I lost the mayor's race. You know, we, we did our best, but we didn't have the outcome that we wanted. 
And uh, I think one of the most uh, honoring and humbling moments of my life was walking into the function room that we had booked at Fratello's that night. And uh, when I walked in, the place had to have more than 200 people in there, which is unusual for a candidate who just lost. Um, and I walked in the door and they gave me a hero's welcome. It was unbelievable, uh, the energy level. But uh, yeah, we're letting it breathe. And uh, it was, hey. So, but uh, that that's the trouble in losing. You know, you feel like you let your supporters down. But you're not losing. But in, in this, no, I'm not losing. But I, I do still, I do still feel like I'm, I'm, I'm letting the listeners down, the audience down, because I, no. I just really can't carry the ball any further. We have our good friend Lisa Freeman from the uh, Manchester School Board and State Rep from Ward Five uh, calling in. Good morning, Lisa. Buongiorno, Richard. Listen, ah. I'm number two out of your three fans, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. There's something wrong with that math because we have Susan, we have Jorge, we have Ed. We'll count Josh. There's me. Oh, there's no, wait you. a minute. Calling in. You calling in. I'm number three out of the people, your fans. I'm number two out of your three fans calling in. Oh, calling in. There you go. That's true. Right, right. So oh. I'm calling I'm calling for a couple of reasons, Rich. I wanted to thank you. Thank oh. you for a few things. When you and I first met about six years ago, and we we met right when you were getting the show going, mm-hmm. I had my first stab at running for school board. Um, I want to thank you for the way that you encouraged me, the way that you advocated for me, and the way that you educated me around um, what really matters. And you know, to, to keep plugging, you've been an inspiration to me. Um, and, and I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I, I know that this decision for you to step down from this show was a very difficult one, but I applaud you for making it. Sometimes you have to put yourself first um, in order to help others. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get mushy, but I appreciate what you've done for the past six years, and wherever you go, I know that you will do it with a clear heart, and a clear conscience, and do it for the best of the majority. And that's it. I'm not saying any more. I'm going to hang up. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate that a lot. And, uh, you know, Lisa Lisa's just one of those what I call average, ordinary people who wanted to go do something to make things better, and in doing so, showed that one person can really make a difference. And uh, people then look at them and say, oh, well, they're extraordinary. Well, only because they're ordinary and they made a decision to do something. Yes. Yeah. Shows like this And that's inspire. the highest compliment I can pay anybody. Yeah, shows like this and, uh, inspire people. So you don't know how many people you got to do something that you're never aware of. Exactly. I had a lady stalking me at some event, and she said, uh, she was looking for Ed Nail, looking for Ed Nail, looking for Ed. Finally, it's a little lady. I said, oh, geez. They said, She's been looking for you for a while. So I, I said, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm Ed Nail. She goes, you wrote an article. And I said, okay. She goes, and I cut it out and put it on my refrigerator in New Jersey. <laughs> and it was about my neighbors. Um, my neighbor uh, moved in next to me, and and uh, he cut down a tree on mm-hmm. his neighbor's property in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. they sued him. So when he moved next to me, I said, hop over the stone wall, cut down 50 trees, and go tell your neighbor in New Jersey that's the way we live up here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so something like that, you know. But, you know, you, write, you do something that someone else says, I cut that out and put it on my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. When do you hear that? So this show does it, that. It, it helps people, inspires people that you never even see or meet or heard of, but they, do, they take positive actions. Well, uh, yeah, go ahead. And one thing that people should take away from this show 
you don't have to be famous. All you have to do is have the gumption and the drive to say something. And that what will motivate people to do things. Eventually, say you're famous. No, you're not famous. You just believed in yourself, and you said, no, I have to do something. And that's what you did. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, you guys are uh, – I was <laughs> – you know, the union leader uh, had a nice editorial about it this morning. And then I do have a – because you sent me something – it was a day or two ago about a right-to-know request, mm-hmm. Ed. I'm pointing to Ed like radio can see me. Yep. And then we started to say something – I forget what it was. We'll have to remember with uh, school boards and your experience uh, in the SAU system and what you've seen over the years. Because, you know, I, I, I do want this show to still have some relevant stuff for people who tune in this morning. But the union leader um, – not that I'm – uh, uh, unappreciative of what's happening, but the union leader has an editorial this morning. Uh, Rich Gerard isn't going to stop digging into Manchester City government or sharing what he thinks of it. He just won't be doing so every weekday morning on the radio. After more than six years on WLMW 90.7 FM, Gerard at Large airs for the last time this morning. The show served as a vehicle for in-depth... Uh, hold on a second. So, uh, served as a vehicle for in-depth explorations of complex issues such as school curriculum and redistricting. It was also an outlet for Gerard Sharp, sometimes cutting political views. Me? Gerard has used his three hours of airtime each day to provide a window into the inner works of Manchester City Hall. He is an unquestionably conservative voice, but the overriding theme of his program was transparency. And uh, Gerard is tenacious about holding government accountable to the citizens. He will remain so as an outlarge member of the Manchester School Board, having been reelected last week while running unopposed. Gerard's critics are as passionate as his fans. He can be controversial and confrontational on the air and in public meetings, but he usually has the better side of the argument. We hope that Gerard will maintain his website, GerardAtLarge.com, and his regular appearances on Manchester Public Television, both of which I will do. Throughout his years in and around Manchester politics, he's been an effective advocate for bringing sunshine into City Hall. And the primary reason why I read that is not to congratulate myself, but it is to say that the union union leader got it right. If there has been one overarching theme of this radio show, it's been transparency and the accountability that comes with being transparent, whether that's the right to know law or any of the issues that we have uh, covered. Ed, take take it easy on that champagne, man. I mean, I saw you gulp that down. If you start slurring your words. Anyway, we have uh, former Hooks at School Board member John Liskars on the phone. Good morning, John. Well, good morning, Rich, and uh, uh, congratulations on a wonderful run. And uh, I was going to come in for some champagne, but I heard Ed Nail was there, so it's going to be gone by the time I would get down there. <laughs> well, Mine, mine's empty. <laughs> we have two more glasses, John. We have two more crystal chandeliers here. That's right. Come but on in. Empty. <laughs> Come on in. Listen on a on on a little uh, bit of a serious note. And if Donna Green is out there listening, she'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There are times when you're serving the public, and and whether that's a board of aldermen or a school board in a position, and you uh, sometimes have to take a challenging position that's not very popular. And if if I can explain it, it just feels like you're in a world of darkness. Mm-hmm. And Richard Gerard and his show provide a light in that darkness. Richard, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being there when it was total darkness. And you shed the light for the hooks of children. And you provided an avenue for 
our voice to get out there and be heard in the local community. And I will forever be grateful for that support that you gave us here in Hooksit. Thank you. John, thank you for the call. Um, I, I really do appreciate that. And uh, people forget the little important battles. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> they go on, they come like, uh, you know, they just crop up out of nowhere. And you have uh, incidents like in Hooksit and Hampstead and Timberlane. You know, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, one of the reasons why we started the show is precisely for what John was just talking about and making sure that local folks had a voice on local issues again. And um, the number of people that I have met, the issues that we have seen, and the places that we have seen them in across our li- uh, listening area, across the state. I mean, Timberlane is not really in my listening area, but thanks to the Internet, everything is. Um, there are some incredible things, both good, bad, and, oh, you know, good, bad, and ugly help uh, happening, you know, in local jurisdictions. And we need to find a way to keep those on the front burner. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll be back. Stay with us. Hi, this is Rich Gerard. We often joke about our super-secret broadcast location being above Jacques' flower and gift shop in scenic Bernardville, but we never joke about the flowers and gifts available at Jacques that help make any occasion special and any special occasion even better. Moreover, since our show loves local, we're especially pleased to recommend Jacques, which has gone the extra mile to feature local artisans and companies in their store. So impress your friends and loved ones with flowers or a gift from Jacques in scenic Pinardville.